Welcome to the Become Fire podcast, a ministry of the Franciscan Friars of the Holy Spirit. If you'd like to learn more about this community, visit them on the web at www.becomefire.faith. That's dot F-A-I-T-H. Now, here are the Friars. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Become Fire podcast. Um, I'm kind of laughing because all of you are listening to this in 2023. And we're in 2022. So I was just laughing because I, I wanted to be like, Happy New Year! <laughs> Even though we're in 2022 and yes. it's not the New Year yet because we're recording before the New yeah. Year, you all are going to be listening to this in the New Year. So, so Happy, Happy New, New Year! year. <laughs> yeah. From the past, you in the future. We're saying hello. <laughs> I hope your future is brighter than your tomorrow than your yesterday. Amen. Amen. I hope you had a very, very merry Christmas. Amen. Uh, what a, a blessing that, that liturgical season is um is there a favorite like story like a character like do you really feel like who you relate to like as far as do you feel related to the wise man do you relate mm. to joseph do you relate to the innkeeper wow like wow okay do you feel like you relate to it you guys we didn't you know just going through the Christmas. little drummer boy of course little drummer boy that's yeah. a good that's a valid answer i mean he's he, that's 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 me okay i like that i, I mean you you're not gonna answer this question i was you know it's just <laughs> i mean i mean i think the wise man you know, I do like, it's just a journey, you know, like life's a journey and you yep. like, you pack the gifts and you head out and, uh, and you try to make your way to the savior and it's the stars. It's really hard to read. Sometimes you're talking to Herod mm. and like some of the God uses Herod. Like what the funny thing is, like, even though Herod ends up killing all these kids, like the wise men needed Herod to help get direction. Yeah. And so yes. it's this weird, you know, how the Lord works. Yeah, no, that's, that's real. I've never thought of that. That's wild. Um, and so just, but like, it wasn't easy. They had a long journey. But they t- they they said this is like this is the Lord we're gonna follow the Spirit and there's a star out there and we don't know exactly where we're going but we're just gonna follow the lead and I would call you a wise man thank you I you are quite that. do you think I was carrying the gold the frankincense or the myrrh definitely not the gold okay you would have left that gold behind <laughs> you spent it along the way I would have brought it with me it just wouldn't have made it it. Uh, it's kind of like when we bring my my dad oftentimes so his brothers go to get in together for a bottle of scotch and it's not that he always ends up with the whole bottle of scotch by the time he gets it <laughs> and i don't i don't drink scotch so you can i can blame my brothers for that there one. you go okay we're on chapter 6 we're reading a book sexual identity yes we are the harmony of philosophy science and religion this is a sign of 2023 <laughs> in for a treat this year my good friends that's right we're reading a book it's called sexual identity the harmony of philosophy science and revelation we have two more sections uh, two more um reflections upon this mm-hmm. book we're on our last chapter we're going to do a theological account today yeah and then we're going to do a pastoral reflection next week yep and then we are going to move on to our hundredth episode wow and we have no idea what we're doing special wow we should do something special so please pray that'll for be us a surprise for everybody uh beautiful uh hundredth episode yeah um which we'll be scrambling to figure out <laughs> Don't let him behind the curtain too much. <laughs> just a little bit. Yeah. Um, this is called Man, Woman, and Creation, a Theological Account. Yeah. I just want to start with, he, he, he surprised me how he started. Likewise. I liked how he started, but he surprised me because he went straight to Laudate Si. Not where I would have started. And but I thought yeah. we were going to go to, Pope, to John yes. Paul II, Theology of the yeah. Body, which he gets to eventually. Mm-hmm. But he actually starts with Laudate Si. So why does he do that? Why does he start this reflection of man and woman um, on the encyclical of Pope Francis? Yeah, it seems like what he's doing is that he's trying to um, just ground all of this in, in, in the broader context of, of all of nature and all of creation and showing how um, our relationship to 
the created world and into the natural world uh, is has some particularly vicious parts about it in the modern world with our technological society and, and how we sort of relate to nature in this sort of kind of almost adversarial way, or maybe at best just like a, like a dominating way. Um, and we're just sort of in love and drunk in our technology. And so we just kind of use nature to, to further those ends and that technological modern mindset and just how we relate to the natural world, um, is then like reflected back on how, then how then we look on ourselves, um, as a part of that nature, as something to be sort of manipulated and dominated for its own, our own sort of self-realization. Yeah. And what was really just inspirational to me was he just get right at the beginning, like we have to understand creation as an act of love. Yeah. Like creation is an act of love. Mm -hmm. And if we don't see that and understand that, we're, we can't realize that we're not here for use. Mm -hmm. and, and then technology begins to take over because we can just use the body. We can use creation. We can just use stuff, which is what kind of Pope Francis is talking about a lot. That they say, like, we're not here to just use mm -hmm. God's creation. Like, it's, there's a, a usefulness, yeah. but that doesn't mean I can abuse. I can use and abuse. And with our bodies in particular, like, God made it out of love, which means we have to act out of love, even towards creation. You know, yeah. um, you know I eat you know, a cow, a hamburger tonight. You yeah. know, it's not, well, I hate cows and I'm, it's, it's out of, it's a love of God's creation and a beauty of thankfulness of Lord that you've created this, this animal who can help feed me, you know, so that I can have energy to continue to love and serve you. And there's this, just this, this beautiful harmony yeah. in creation, um, that was lost when you let the usefulness or not usefulness, but use right. take over in yeah. this technocracy mm -hmm. where technology is kind of taken over and everything just becomes for, for personal use. Yeah. No, and and I mean we could spend a lot of time here, but like where you're talking about like the 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 Christian worldview and the Christian creation story um, is so vastly different than other creation stories, and 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 no one it's not it's not immediately intelligible that like all of this was made in love, um, that like other ancient creation stories, whether they be um, what's the Babylonian one to call it again? The Numa Elish, I think it's something like that. Um, like the Babylonian story or like even like the, the Greeks, it's all like made out of like, there's like this violent conflict in which creation comes to be, but the creation story is vastly different that, um, that God makes everything in it. It is good. Um, and, and we know that then God makes it out of love. Um, and we have lost that sense as we become increasingly, um, de-Christianize a society and culture that then our, our, approach to how we just look at the world um is reverting back to like um just a kind of a more pagan understanding of of how then we relate to, to nature and how we understand it yeah and one of the things pope francis points out is a big fear is anthropomorphism mm -hmm. that um we can just become man-centric so that basically man is the is the center and end all yeah. be all and and when we do that, we begin to uh, this quote on two fifty eight. The idea that we might use our bodies and all of nature as instruments of self expression and self realization is nothing less than the appearance of the sovereign self behaving with an absolute dominion. Yeah. And basically, that meaning like if I if everything just becomes about me, you know, I'm I'm the center of the universe. Mm -hmm. Everything revolves around me. Then I basically. Um, uh, everything is, is under my absolute dominion. Yeah. So everything is there and including my own body. 
This yeah. is what we'll point to in, in a minute about you know male and female, but but basically that we can't move to this anthropomorphism. Like we are not the center of creation. Yeah, and that's what that word means. Anthropocentric yeah, meaning you. like like man is at the center. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, that's that's how we we view reality. That's how we view creation. That that we're at the center, um, and that everything is kind of subordinate. We can do really whatever we want with the created world, and even with like our bodies because um, we're at the center. And, and, and in some ways um, we might not think of ourselves as gods, but we act as if we are, are because we just kind of do whatever we want with, with creation. Which is, isn't that interesting about the human person? Mm-hmm. I could sit here and talk to somebody who is basically narcissistic and puts themselves at the center of the universe. Yeah. And they could be like, well, I'm not a God. Yeah. Like, no, I don't put myself at the center. Like, because in our mentality, be like, well, no, that's not actually my mentality. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I believe in God or whatever else. Yeah. But their actions mm-hmm. show forth that everybody else is just for their use and everything yeah. is just for the use. And they just use yeah. people all the time because they're self-centered. Mm-hmm. Um, and how, I mean, how we can be so self-deceived. Yeah. How we can have such a lack of knowledge even of ourselves. And it's kind of a warning of, yes. you know, know thyself, a recognition of, wait, I'm just using that person. Like that's not a real, that's actually not a, yeah. a real relationship. I just use them for, because they make me feel good uh, because they're rich because you know, whatever that. And then whenever we find ourselves doing that in little ways or big ways, like, whoa, 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 whoa. I can't, I'm not here to use my body. I'm not here to use, use other people, which we see unfortunately with mm-hmm. this um, over-sexualized culture yeah. where instead of a complementarity of persons, um, like basically the other sex becomes for my use, use in two, one of two different ways, one for my own pleasure um, or two, just to satisfy my own neediness, my own sense of like, I'm lonely, I'm depressed. Yeah. And you make me not feel lonely and depressed, which is just use. And we have to really guard against that because when we start using, then we can, we feel like, oh, I can just use my own body mm-hmm. and I can do with whatever I want. Right. And that's where, you know, this, uh, all these just ginger dysphoria surgeries that we talked about earlier begin to come into play. And I think like, that's kind of maybe just the, oh, like, the overarching or the, the 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 fundamental theme perhaps of maybe this book and our reflections and our conversations about it is that like uh, like you were saying like well we might not think that we're the center of the universe but we, we but we act as such and i think like what we're just trying to do is just trying to take a step back and just critically examine just some of like what are the 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 deeper implications of the way we are acting and what are some of the 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 deeper implications of just some of these popular thoughts that like maybe at surface level is not we perceived as, as selfishness or self-centeredness or or this uh, thinking of themselves as god but then when you press down on it, it's like oh no 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 like this sort of action and thought like at the bottom of it is like well because i am the most important thing you know what i mean and creation is here to serve me and my needs and and i can't do whatever i want with creation so we're just we're just kind of taking a step back to just critically examine just popular notions of, of the way people are thinking and living right now to just, you know, um, say, Hey, there's, there's, there's deep, deep flaws in these things. Yeah. And, and then Pope Francis says, what's our remedy? Mm -hmm. You know, well, our remedy is the ontology of the gift, right? That the total totality of human existence in its natural and moral constitution is a gift. Yeah. Um, that, so ontology uh, is just like a, like like the study of like being. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm glad um, you're here to help define terms. <laughs> sure, yeah. Throwing it out there. Yeah. Actually, I'm, that's supposed so, to be my job, but yeah. <laughs> good job. No, good job so we're supporting you. There's complementarity exactly. here. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, so being as a gift, the, right. the fact that something exists at all is just a gift. It doesn't have to necessarily exist. But its existence is, is a gift. So, so that's the, what we're talking God's about. God's created us out of, out of, as a gift, out of gift. Mm-hmm. And one of the signs of that gift, aspects of that gift, yeah. is our masculinity, our fem- femininity. Yeah. From the very beginning, yeah. he made us male and female. Yeah. And this was actually a gift of creation. Mm. Um, and you know, there's a little reflection coming from theology of the body, basically. Yeah. That, you know, there's two different creation accounts. But in, in the second one, that God creates man. Um, but and he's looking for a suitable partner. Mm-hmm. And he can't find it in the animals, can't find it. And then finally God puts him to sleep um, and he pulls his, out his rib and he creates woman. And finally uh, the man wakes up and says, bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. Yeah. There's this aspects to creation that manifests the person of God, mm-hmm. the person, the triune God, by the, that, that he is expressed in this beautiful complementarity yeah. where male and female are able to um, support each other, yeah. be a communion with each other, which expresses the communion of the eternity itself. And so there's this, this need that we have mm-hmm. for each other, for masculine and feminine yeah. in society as God has created it because he created that as a part of the gifts of creation that, that, that actually male and female at the very beginning, he didn't just make us all the same sex. Yeah. He didn't just make us, um, you know, is it androgynous? Is that what I'm, right, what yeah. I'm looking yeah, for? Yeah, just sort of sexless. Yeah, yeah. sexless. He, made, he mm-hmm. made us male and female in this yeah. complementarity. And that's a part of the gift of creation. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's such an important, and again, like that's not that's not something that's like, that's self-evident, you know, like that that everything is gift. You know I mean, that's that's part of like the the Christian revelation that that God has made all of this as gift and that that man is to be a gift. And and um, you know, there's this. This quote, my dad would would like to say it to his teams and his players that like there are um, like the two most important days in your life are the day that you are born and the day that you find out why. Um, And like we are as humans, like we are driven by that. Why? Like, Mm. why do I exist? Like, what is my purpose? And we can experience a profound emptiness in life and a purposelessness when when we put ourselves at the center Um, and. Everything is about us and we're just feeding our desires and our pleasures and things like that. And like, that's not a very satisfying existence, Um, but there's profound meaning in making a gift of your life, Um, putting yourself at the service of something bigger than yourself, finding a cause to like give yourself to. And like, I think that's just written into our DNA that like, you are made to be a gift, uh, that you were made as a gift and then a gift to be given away. And so um, that's that's a profoundly Christian instinct. Um, but I think it's just written into our human DNA that like we're looking for purpose and we really only find it, you know, when we when we give ourselves to something bigger as a gift. Yeah. And and in that, what he talks about is that this complementarity of persons yeah. is not somehow like I'm not complete by myself. Right. And somehow I need the other to complete me. You know, mm-hmm. the, the Jerry McGraw, you completed me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. So he's actually, he's actually like, well, no, that John Paul II, St. John Paul II, though that's not the, mm-hmm. what it looks like. It's not like, okay, well, I'm not complete. Right. And I need the other half to complete me. Yeah. Because that makes, to make the whole, like some kind of whole. Right. There's a difference between what you're saying, communion and 
and uh, of persons and somehow like two two halves make a whole exactly and what john blessed is is warning against is this isn't two half makes a whole it's not like okay well there's the female half and the male half right and we bring them together and then somehow we're whole as a human yeah. it's like no i'm i'm whole as i am mm-hmm. in my masculinity because my masculinity masculinity reflects the image of god yeah and you're whole in your femininity if you're a woman because that femininity reflects the image of god yeah and we can come together in communion um, but that communion is different than like, oh, I'm, I'm lacking something mm-hmm. and you're the only one who can provide what I'm lacking. Yeah. Um, which is why, I mean, like we talked about before, like it's okay to take a vow of celibacy, yep. a vow of chastity yep. in the form of, uh, celibacy because I'm, I'm complete mm-hmm. without a suitable partner. Yeah. There's some, there's a communion of persons that can happen in the suitable yeah. partner. Um, but it doesn't mean that somehow not uniting yourself to, to a female is somehow making you mm-hmm. incomplete. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, which is this beautiful just aspect of like each person, the father's complete in and of himself. And yeah. yet he's in communion with the son and the yeah. Holy Spirit. And yet, and they're complete together. It's this mm-hmm. like, uh, I know it's different. I don't want right, to right, right. too far, yeah. but it's kind of this like, there's completeness in your masculinity, which images God. But also there's a communion that can happen with the femininity yeah. of a woman. Yeah. Yeah, and I just to say that, like, that's right. Like, God has made us just whole, you know, and um, but we are made um, to be in communion. You know what I mean? To be to the the the, the kind of like the the way the ways in which we are like um, maybe incomplete or lacking is that like you know we're made to be in communion with 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 something or someone you know what i mean um so yeah, yeah. there's all to kind of go to go back to what pope francis is talking about like that there is this harmony that exists in all of creation and and in creation is is in communion with one another um, and we're in communion with creation and like and we are we're to to exist not in a, in a dominating fashion of creation but in communion with creation and and, and then to be in communion with ourselves and then to be in communion with god um just kind of a brief aside, that's how I always kind of like like to do my examine is mm. how in the ways in which have I broken communion with God? How are the ways in which I've broken communion with myself and how have I broken communion with others around me? So if that's you're looking beautiful. for if you're looking for an easy examine real quick, yeah. the ways in which you've broken those three levels of communion is is way to that's how sometimes on in a pinch, that's all you got. Hey, yeah. that's really helpful. Because yeah. sometimes people are like, hey, they come in like, Father, I wasn't planning to go to confession, yeah. I saw it available, yeah. like I'm just coming in, yeah. I haven't really done an exam and it's like real quick. Yeah. Have you broken communion? Um, he moves into, we're not self-sufficient. Mm-hmm. And then he moves into like the spousal meaning of the body. Yep. Um, John Paul, this is really big for John, St. John yes. Paul II. And this is um, the communion of one, the, the, the spousal meaning of the body is ordered to an end. The yep. communion of one flesh. This communion is a matter of choice and freedom because it involves the reciprocal self-gift of persons. Yeah. Uh, we talked about oh, creation is a gift, but then our masculinity and femininity, male and female, becomes a gift in um, the conjugal act, mm-hmm. where we're able to make a full gift of self to the other yeah. in this spousal meaning. So my, which can only happen between a male and female. There can only be a complete gift of self right. because of the complementary, the communion that can come. That can't happen between male and male. Mm-hmm. It can't happen between female and female. It can't right. happen between female who thinks they're male and male who thinks they're female. Yeah. Um, it can only happen between male and female yeah. because 
there's because of the way we've talked, you know, listen to the past, you know, six episodes of, of the, 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 the beauty of the creation of male and female, and then moving into this communion, how they're made from the very beginning as male and female to be in communion with each other. And as they're in communion, they, they manifest this self-gift. Like I'm giving my whole self, mm-hmm. which is why we talk uh, another thing about the church. We talk about no contraceptive. Right. Why? Because in my the sexual act, it, I'm giving the full gift to myself. I'm not saying, well, I'm going to take, I'm going to remove a part of my 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 ability to reproduce. Yep. Which is a lack of giving the full gift right. of yourself to the right. other. Instead, it's saying I'm giving the fullness of myself to you in this this beautiful communion of persons that happens in 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 a very u- complete way mm-hmm. in the, the conjugal act. Yeah, just, you know, our last episode uh, last year, <laughs> um, <laughs> we uh, we, got, we were talking about the, the philosophy and, and, and how the, the person is a, a body-soul composite. They're not two different things. And so that, like, the body is not something completely distinct from the soul. And so the, 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 the body... Um, is actually revealing something about the soul. Um, and so like the fact that a male body is has particular anatomy um, and that the female body has a particular anatomy, um, and it's obvious how those two things go together um, and complement one one another is is revealing something deep about ourselves. And so like that that's that it's it's revealing that our souls, that that we as 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 ensouled bodies, persons are made for communion and that our bodies reflect that in the anatomy, that, that we're made for another, um, that obviously, you know, the bodies tell us that, you know what I mean? But that's saying something about who we are as, as persons. And so that's, that, that, that spousal meeting that they're obviously made to come together, um, in love freely, um, to, to, to then reproduce to, and, 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 um, so, yeah. But we have to fight against concupiscence. concupiscence yes, we is this do. Desire um, to sin, you know, mm-hmm. this desire, you know, to make the other an object that yeah. comes from the fall of Adam and Eve. And we see this in the creation story. A beautiful, yeah. again, reflection to read through Genesis 2 and then 3 um, and look at the fall. And we see that Adam and Eve, after they sin, what do they do? Yeah. They cover their nakedness. Mm-hmm. And that's not their faces. That's not their hands, right. not their feet. It's their genitalia. Yeah. Um, they cover that um, because they're ashamed. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, because... They in, instead of being able to be naked and unashamed, which is I don't look at you as an object. Yeah. All of a sudden, I see you as an object, mm-hmm. and you see me as an object. Yeah. And I'm in sh- in shame because I don't want to be seen as an object. Yeah. And so I cover myself. I cover my nakedness because yeah. I I because I I I shouldn't be an object. Mm-hmm. And yet there's this alienation that occurs between yeah. them because of concupiscence, this desire that that says, well, I'm going to make you an object for, mm-hmm. for me instead of who you really are. And so we're always fighting against this temptation, which yeah. is how we get into these disorders and everything else that we're struggling right. with because there's this um, concupiscence that comes from the fall where I, I want to treat you like an object, mm-hmm. um, which which I, I want to say I, I do what I don't want and I don't do what I do. Yeah. Want, you know, if St. Yeah. Paul so beautifully, I, I, I do what I don't want to do and I don't do what I should do. Um, why? Because of concupiscence. And as he says, the human heart becomes a battlefield between lust and love. Yes. And, and we're just, and just at battle. And just even to think about like, I mean, just the context that he situated this in with Pope Francis's encyclical, which was like surprising at first pass. But now you see that like that lust is relating to someone else in a way that's like, 
that's ordered towards use mm-hmm. and domineering and domination. And you're losing the fact of the sight of, of that, that this is a person that, um, that is not, that, that does not exist for my pleasure, um, physical pleasure it does not exist for my use that this person exists as a, as a good, um, as themselves. It's just good that they exist, you know, that the, and so, uh, yes, now because of of Adam and Eve's sin, that we now have this concupiscence where we are we're we're inclined towards sin, we tend towards sin, we like sin. You know what I mean? We're not like ready to give it up. You know, like we wouldn't do sin if there wasn't something attractive about it towards us. You know what I mean? And, and hopefully, you know, God willing, on this side of earth, like we come to find sin abhorrent and we don't want to commit it anymore. But but our fallen nature tend towards liking the the disordered of it. You know what I mean? And so, um, but there's a remedy. There is a remedy. Thanks be to God. Contemplation of Jesus crucified (laughs) is thus the high road, which the church must tread every day. If she wishes to understand the full meaning of freedom, Yeah, the gift of self and service to God and one's brethren. Yeah. Ooh. John Paul II. Call it a day. John Paul II. Yes. Um, that this is our answer, mm-hmm. that we don't have to be ruled by concupiscence. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be there. It's going to tempt us. Yeah. It's going to draw us away. We're at war against the world, the flesh, and the devil. But through what Jesus Christ has done, especially mm-hmm. Christmas, you know, yes. here, uh, we're Epiphany coming up. They're still in the, in the Christmas season. Yeah. Um, that we still recognize that Jesus was born among us yeah. and died for us and redeemed what was lost, that we actually have something greater and better than yeah. what Adam and Eve had. Yeah. Um, though we have struggles and difficulties and temptations and trials, um, God has become man yeah. and has died for our sake so that we can have freedom. And so we, he who was the second Adam um, has given himself over fully to the second yeah. Eve, which is the church. It's, it's Mary is the model of the church, mm-hmm. but there's as the church. And, and so we can contemplate the divine um, person on the cross and 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 live in the freedom of what we've called to live in and that 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 beautiful communion that we're called to that he manifests to us in his love for the church on the cross and that you know the the contemplation of Jesus crucified um, reveals the spousal meaning of of the body reveals the spousal meaning of 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 you know the the, the ontology of, of, of gift, that, that, that being is a gift, that, that the cross is God's gift of himself completely to us. Yeah. Um, that, that he comes and just takes on our, our human nature and then just gives it all as a gift to us so that, so that we might have life and not just like biological life, but, but spiritual life, just life in abundance, life overflowing that, that, that then our existence can then be, be a gift again. And, and, and it's through the contemplation of Jesus crucified that, that we learn what it means to be, to be a human person. You know what I mean? That, that, that is our model, you know, um, that, that, that is just how we are to make a gift of ourselves, not, not in, in surrendering ourselves to like abuse, but in giving ourselves and just in, in profound love without counting the cost um, to those around us. You're worth more. Amen. Um, you know, and, it's, and we've talked, said this every time, but especially for those who are struggling mm-hmm. throughout there, or you know someone is struggling. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess, you know, the word is you're worth more. Mm-hmm. You're worth more than be treated like an object. And unfortunately, the world today 
oftentimes wants to treat you like an object yeah. and says, well, just objectify your body and then you'll be happy. Yeah. And the spells meaning the body of Christ's heart being pierced for love of the church on the cross shows that true love is gift of self. Mm-hmm. It's not use. It's not object. It's, it's saying it's love. Yeah. And it, it's giving oneself over. And, and if you are struggling that, that, yeah, it might entail some sacrifice. Mm-hmm. You, you might have, you know, some really difficulties you have to deal with and that's really hard. And we'll talk about next time the kind of the pastoral approach, mm-hmm. especially if you know someone in your life. But at the end of the day, it's you're simply uniting yourself to Jesus crucified, uniting yourself to the one who has displayed to us what love truly is. And love is the answer, true, authentic love, the love of God yeah. that he wants to pour into our hearts. That is the answer to all these difficulties and problems that the world wants to say, well, just get surgery or, you know, right, hormone therapy. Right, right, right. Treat your boy like a girl or a girl like a boy mm-hmm. or, you know, give in to this, this technocracy, this, this yeah. objectification of person instead of the authentic person and the gift we've been given as male, as female, as masculine and feminine, um, which is a gift to the world yeah. and, and shows forth and manifests a part of who God is um, by being able to give of ourselves in love to God ultimately and then to others. That, you know, I think so much of what's driving, especially just the the phenomena of especially like the the, the gender dysphoria in the youth is the, either the, uh, just the, I mean, it's it's not, it's always hard to be a kid. You mean like kids pick on each other and bully each other and tease each other and like, you know, kids can be rough and tough. And, and, and so like, I think what's driving a lot of this is just this, this difficulty to accept ourselves as, as God has made us. And there, there's, you know, I mean, if you remember being a kid, it just wasn't hard to think that there was something wrong with you. You know what I mean? Physically or whatnot, because, because if somebody said something at one point and so like, um, but just, and this is where the, the contemplation of Christ crucified comes in. The, no, no, no. Like you are loved right here as you are, as God made you, you don't have to change your physical appearance or, or your sex because that is that is a gift um, yeah. and you are loved in that and just to to let yourself be loved in that i think is just this is where we need um the gospel to kind of help heal our culture right now yeah um beautiful beautiful let, let jesus christ heal the culture amen yeah amen well we are out of time um and only one Alas. more yeah one more uh, topic of discussion yep. we'll do the yep. pastoral approach uh, which i think will be really beautiful next week so please join us um please like this podcast um, and please let us yeah. know. Um, let us know what you thought about this. Mm-hmm. So go to in, email said info at become fired up faith and say we loved the book study. Yeah. Keep doing our book studies. <laughs> um, we love the book study was too long. Please do a book study shorter. Sure, yeah. Or good. we didn't like the book study. Mm-hmm. Uh, please do something else. Yeah. Because um, this it was really helpful to us just to know you know what people desire and probably get a whole mix of answers. But um, and if there's any books you recommend, like hey, we're really there to talk about this book yeah. or this topic. Um, right. We'll find a book to talk about it with. Would be really. Um, you know, a, a, a great for us to help us give give feedback and know how to do this best. And so it is 2023 for our listeners. Amen. Um, Father Patricia, what were, did you have any like family traditions for New Year's while you were growing up? Yeah. Um, we would definitely like, we were definitely kind of a bang the pots and pans run around the house family for okay. sure. When the, when the clock struck midnight, you know. So sorry to all of our neighbors on uh, <laughs> on Leaf Lane in Hollingsburg back in the day. But uh, so yeah, we that, that's something that we would definitely do. And my mom would also get like uh, like sparkling grape juice 
that was always a lot of fun. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you're, you're, you're 10 years old pretending that you're like drinking champagne and that stuff was just like pure sugar. So you're just, you know, drinking as much as you could, you yeah. know, probably could give you a hangover with all the sugar and they probably have, but, you know, <laughs> um, but yeah, sparkling grape juice and banging some pots and pans are definitely something that, uh, that we did growing up. Nice. Yeah. Well, we actually, we got to stay up to midnight, which was yeah. a rare occasion, you know, as kids and yeah. we would play games. So, you know, uh, fun. you know, Monopoly, I think was, you know, <laughs> risk those type, yeah. the longer games. Yeah. Never oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. A few hours and, you know, the TV would be on in the background and, you know, we're in Texas, so we'd watch the ball drop in New York mm -hmm. and do a little bit of a celebration. And Oh, uh, that's interesting because I was always East Coast time. So that always happened at midnight for me, but I guess it yeah. happened not at midnight yeah, for you. It was you. 11 o'clock for us. That's funny. I never thought about those hour, people. And then yeah. we, you know, there's usually like a fireworks show, whatever we'd watch at midnight yeah. to, uh, to celebrate and bring in the new year. And yeah. then uh, we'd all have a little... You know, bigger glass of champagne for the adults and smaller glass of champagne for the children. Nice. And just take a little bit more, Texas. more like a sip. <laughs> and uh and then we uh you know, we'd toast and we'd we'd probably sing that old acquaintance beer, Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you know, whatever we'd sing something. And uh and then we go to bed. So that was our usual. And then as I got older, like by the time I had high school, mom and dad were like, they might be staying up till eleven, <laughs> like till the ball drops. And yeah. sometimes it was like, you know, the new year in, you know, Hong Kong. Or, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 for sure. London, you know, it's like yeah. it's like three in the afternoon and mom's All like, right, we did it. <laughs> heading to bed. I love it. So um and, and I mean, I, I remember I started working in high school, so it's yeah. kind of like I, yeah. my job. Sometimes I was, you know, working the night shift. Yeah. So it was yeah. not always a, 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 a uh, didn't, oh, those family traditions are more for mm -hmm. from the childhood and then mm -hmm. on with life. And now I'm, you know, it's a, I'll be, be in bed yeah, I probably won't pretty early. Midnight. No, especially yeah. with Sunday masses the next yeah. day. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you all so much. Have a happy, happy new year. And Father, would you say a final prayer and blessing? Absolutely. Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, we just ask that you pour forth your spirit upon all who are listening to this, Lord. But Lord, you just bless them this new year. Uh, just fill them with every good thing, uh, every grace. Uh, Lord, and just be with them uh, this new year. Um, and we thank you and we praise you uh, for them and, and, and the, their support. And may the blessing of Almighty God come upon you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Become Fire podcast. The Franciscan Friars of the Holy Spirit can be found online at www.becomefire.faith. That's .f-a-i-t-h. The Franciscan Friars of the Holy Spirit are also a 501c3 charitable organization. If you feel called in any way to give financially to their mission, please go to www.becomefire.faith. That's becomefire.faith. May the Lord give you his peace. We'll see you next time.